It's gonna get better I'm forgetting how it used to be This your boy TV2. Catch me and JP every other Tuesday and the following Sunday here on 92.9 FM from 8 to 9 p.m. here on Testimony Tuesday Radio. Where you praise your way. Yeah. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy TV2. Got the homie JP CEO. And we got that special guest that keeps returning every episode. That's DJ Radar. Follow him on Instagram. <laughs> DJ Radar 314. <laughs> And this is Testimony Tuesday Radio, where we do what, y'all? Praise, Praise your way. Your way. Praise All right, way. now, now, JP, listen. Yes, sir. Because because Radar is a special guest, right? Uh-huh. I feel like it is important that we allow Radar to tell us today what is today's episode about. I think. All right, Radar, what's today's episode about? Oh, I'm glad I got it right here on this paper where it says <laughs> America back to God again. Ooh, I'm glad I pulled this up out the email. Yeah, buddy. So, so, so for those who, who didn't hear him, it's about bringing America back to God again. This yeah. is going to be juicy. This is going to be a good one. So, you know, the reason why uh this title stands out is that you know with the current presidency uh-huh. uh the 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 tagline and the motto is make america great again and uh i i am i am uh of the group of folks who who wear glasses and i haven't seen any greatness uh so in my four set of eyes i have not seen any greatness uh i have seen uh-huh. people do great things in spite of but uh, as far as leadership, I myself have not witnessed any greatness. Um, there is this is this is pure madness at its best right now. Um, you know, um, there's there's a lot going on. So before we dig 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 into that, we just want to check in and you know see how everybody's doing with the the, the COVID nineteen with you know the states opening back up and. And everything, you know, people, uh, people, uh, you know, ready to get out the house after two and a half months. So, you know, TB, let's start with you. You've you've worked through the whole thing. Your job deemed uh, 
you an essential essential worker. So you've worked and been out in the in the in the trenches through this whole thing. So now that yeah. everyone is allowed to be out, like you know, what are your thoughts? What's your feelings on that? Um, it's interesting um, because I'm <laughs> I'm seeing the same people. <laughs> I'm seeing the same people that didn't adhere to the first rule of staying oh, in. Uh, it's very interesting, um, you know, with us being micro center being deemed essential. It has been a, a uphill battle um, with going back and forth with the CDC rules and what they say we can do, what we can't do. And so now with the CDC basically being very uh, firm on certain things, like we have to have a greeter. The greeter has to be dressed looking like a doctor that's delivering babies, you know, look like you need to book an OR. Um, you gotta have, uh, you know, we have to have the nurse on site that, uh, we have a nurse on site that's pretty, she's a sweetheart. She's basically been there since February, um, wow. since they kind of announced it. Um, so she's checking our temperatures. Um, the associates are mandated to wear masks. Don't ask me why we have to wear masks and we get our temperatures checked. Um, customers come in, they are supposed to wear a mask. They are given the option if they want hand sanitizer or not, even though you got folks using hand sanitizers that still don't even wash their hands. But nevertheless, listen, um, it, it it has been interesting um, because Microsoft just keeps adding stuff. You know, we got a, a greeter that looks like a doctor that delivers babies. Then we got a camera's thermo uh, uh, heat sensor set up that looks like you can get your driver license picture taken. So, you know, we're a one-stop shop. Um, it, but, but in all seriousness, um, I'm not necessarily a fan of the opening up everything because the truth of the matter is the reason that they're opening up everything is because they want folks to go spend the money to put it back in the economy but there's so many different underlines because even with the little spots that they started opening back up you saw spikes in the cases of COVID-19 and yet you know we have a president and people that sit behind him that support his foolishness that are say the same thing like oh well yeah go ahead and open back up because we need the economy to get better and like you said earlier you know, talking about making American great, but I would pose the question was, when was it ever great? Um, mm. It's it's just, it's, it's you know, what what form of America was great? You know, because people have different views of that. When it comes to the COVID-19 thing, you know, I'm all right. I finally was able to go get my hair cut this past Friday, praise ye the Lord. Um, after two months of looking like a werewolf, God has been faithful. Shout out to Esquire. And over there at uh, Elite Shaving Styles for getting me right. But I've been fine. Um, it is what it is as far as opening up. But it still has, but believe it or not, has been one of the most blessed seasons of my life for me and my family because of the things that God has been able to do with my job and with our finances and just with the different opportunities that have come this way. It has been uh, somewhat uncomfortable, but, you know, uncomfort, God kind of doesn't ever want us to be too comfortable because you get lax. So the the level of the being uncomfortable has 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 basically pushed me to stay on my toes, stay on my grind, and keep going for and staying focused on what it is that I'm after. So it ain't been horrible. I just wish that people would you know really wash their hands and their bodies, um, brush their teeth <laughs> instead of complaining. You know, still complaining about you know what's that smell and they got a mask on. Well, ma'am, that's your upper lip. You know, I'm just saying. You know, you just might want to, you know, just take care of yourself before you come in complaining about everything else. That's all I got. 
Radar, what about you? So the whole open up things, open up, you know, shops and whatnot. Have you guys noticed that the first wave of things that have been opened back up were in the black community? You know, they, they haven't opened up in, in any any country clubs or nope. any Ten other stuff. Yeah, any of that stuff. So I think it was a setup, and of course, we our people, your cousins, they fell for the okie doke. Once they got there, that uh, stimulus check, oh, yeah, it's time to party. So let me go get my hair and nails done. And But I can't say it, it's just us on the, on the black community side, too, because uh, that thing out in the Lake of the Ozarks, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think, I think, um, I think what, what this pandemic has shown, and this is, this is my personal opinion, uh, I want to make sure mm-hmm. that that's clear to any listener it is my personal opinion that if you are paying attention, it does not matter what the color of your skin is. It matters how many commas are in your bank account. Uh, our Correct. president does not care about people who are not filthy rich. Point blank period. Yep. Because as Radar period. just just brought out, the Lake of the Ozarks were middle class uh, people that weren't of color, right? Uh, that was what ninety-five percent of the attendant the the attendees were not people of color at all. So, um, at all. you know, so when they decided to open the world back up, this was attack on um, folks that are are middle class and below. Because and lower class, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you, like you said, there are no country clubs open. The White House isn't open for tours. Uh, you know, national museums yeah. aren't open. You know, they're, they're tanning spas. I haven't seen not a one open. You know, um, so, so I think. And you a, know, Becky like the right. So this is this is this is an attack on uh, playing on people's intelligence, and we'll talk about that a little bit more um, on probably the last segment on the emotional and mental uh, side of of all of this and how you know, bringing God back to, uh, bringing America back to God and what that really means uh, in the next yeah. couple of segments. But, you know, we're back. COVID didn't stop nothing. She just made us Did not. do a little adjusting. Uh, but that's, that's really it. We are still rocking and rolling and producing, you know, content. And uh, we thank everyone who has logged on to the website still supporting uh we appreciate still getting feedback from previous episodes make sure you're following us on social media uh at testimony tuesday radio on everything and uh mm-hmm. we, we are we are you know hope hope our hope is that you know this conversation opens up even more dialogue right uh that it, yeah. it, it those things that aren't talked about and not just you know, being a, a thumb gangster on the internet, but really just having true dialogue, true dialogue about it. And that's, to me, that's where the change happens. You know, when we avoid these conversations and they're tough and they're uncomfortable and you know what, they're going to make some people uncomfortable, but it needs to be said at the end of the day, um, this is, I, it is my opinion again, that this pandemic was a time to kneel 
and heal. And I don't know, I don't know if everyone uh, really grasped that. And and here I am, and I'm going to say this, you know, it was supposed to be a collective effort to do so. And like I said, I'll go into more detail later on in, in the, you know, later on in the show on what I mean by that. But it was a collective okay. time to kneel and heal. And uh, you know, we, we're gonna we're gonna chop it up even more after we get a little bit yeah. of this mix going because you know who who doesn't like a good gospel mix by good old DJ Radar? That's right. I'm sure I'm sure he's in the kitchen whipping up a new one too. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cast that. Either that or he's in the, either that or he's in the kitchen cooking food for them kids. Mm, yeah, because both of y'all both of y'all lie. I'm about to play this game. Oh wow. Wow. What's up? See what we have What's to do. We'll be right back, y'all. Testimony hey. Tuesday radio. Hey, this is Eric E. Smooth Weathersby from the original KOVLRadio.com and the heart and soul of St. Louis Mix 995. Get out your phone and follow Testimony Tuesday Radio on Facebook and Instagram. You need to check out the previous episodes. All you got to do is log on to www.unheardmedia.biz. And we are back, Testimony Tuesday Radio. Um, where we definitely praise, we allow you to praise your way. Um, so in this next segment, we are talking about um, how do you relate to God, especially in the midst of a pandemic, injustice, and things of that nature. It all ties into the universal theme of why we need to bring America back to God. Um, what I know to be true um, and, and this is a personal, uh, as like JP said, this is a, these are the conversations that we're having. As I have lived my life, um, the one concept that has always been in order for me is prayer. And it always goes back to God. And the moment that you take God out of the equation, all hell breaks loose. Um, I don't, you know, we can always go back and forth with biblical times and things of that nature, but we can go to some things that are even more current. Um, it took one woman to raise enough hell to take prayer out of school. Took one woman mm. who raised enough hell, who caused enough dissension, who, who brought up points that did not really, that were not really legitimate to take prayer out of school. And what happened? Columbine, school shootings, suicide rates, high ends of depression, and a whole lot of other different things that if prayer, if the institution of prayer was still uh, put in the schools the way that it was in the old days, a lot of these different things would not happen. I'm not saying that, you know, um, there's, there's some things you can't just pray away, you have to put into action. But if prayer is the essential tool, at least for my life, prayer is the essential tool, it's constant communication with God, with the Father. It's, it's how you get your, in my opinion, your daily instructions of how to maneuver and live your way through life. It is a, God created us for companionship. You know what I'm saying? I think while he was here and nothing was here, he got a little bored. So he decided to paint the world and create it with what he spoke. And he created man. The Bible talks about how we were created. He created man in his own image and in his likeness. So the same, if you will, the same tools and uh, power and authority that God has, he gave it to us to be able to walk upright just like him. 
the wonderful thing about God is that he gives us free will. And so for anyone that, you know, that you pray, whatever your higher power is, I think it's important that you keep your, you know, you keep God in constant communication. Um, it's with me, it, with any relationship, with your marriage, with your you know, children, um, brother, sister, whatever, it is important that you have God as your leader so that you can actually be guided. One thing that I've always heard my pastor, uh, Father Marcus Lippert say, and the only thing you said back in the day, but he kind of switched it up, is that if you don't pray, you can't say. And so I always find it interesting how everyone always is speaking what they quote unquote assume God has said, but you ain't spent no time with him. You ain't talked to him. So how can you say what he's saying when you ain't went in prayer or read the word or consecrated yourself to get in connection and commune with him? One thing that JP said in the previous segment that when in our intro when we were talking, that is very important when she was talking about her, in her opinion what she felt like the pandemic showcase. I have been very adamant about speaking out on this is that from on a spiritual side, the pandemic showcased how much people were dedicated to the building church, but not to their relationship to God. Mm. Um, and I think because of that, you've seen a lot of people misspeak and they have thrown their own personal feelings into the mix and, and patting them off as if it's God speaking or patting it, passing it off as it's, it's law. The pandemic came, as anybody that is a Bible scholar, you know that anytime God sent a plague or any type of major event, it was to expose, he sent one event that would expose thousands of different things to get to a universal point. And so when anytime that there was a story in the Bible that talks about that there was famine, i.e. Corona, mm -hmm. which is kind of the same thing, because you're watching people act like things are like it's a famine in the land. Well, what happens when famine comes? What is supposed to be produced from that? You know, if you're an artist or a singer, you're, this is your time to go write and create and really dissect some things because you should be producing the next best hit ever, right? If you are a, a, a business owner, entrepreneur, this is the time to come out with your business plan to really, really come out with a, a legitimate plan that will produce something that when you were ready to launch out, you can know God can bless it. Mm. This is not the time to try to get your rich quick schemes, right? To try to put fear, to capitalize of the fear people have to make a buck for yourself. That's not what this is about. And I think what has happened is, is that people have gotten away from the the ways of God and they've gotten away from the, the, the instructions of God and they've substituted God for their own personal uh, wealth, growth, and uh, looking, seeking fame. When the Bible says clearly that if, if I be lifted up, I would draw all men unto this. So all you have to ever have to do is just follow God's patterns and then he'll do the rest. But what you'll find and what you've seen in our leadership and our government, when have they ever prayed? When have they ever prayed? It's always convenient. It's just like, what was that last week that Trump announced? And I want people to understand because sometimes they do sound bites to make Trump sound more dumb than what he actually is. Let me be clear. Donald Trump is not, not all the way clean. He has said some foolish things. He has done some foolish things. Now, there are some things that people put out of sound bites that he did not say. But that doesn't mean that he ain't clean from being, you know, dirty and saying some ugly things. But when they, for example, when they, 
when he made the announcement that churches is essential, right? Church is essential, and, and he wants every, and he really was saying that for the governors in each of the cities and states, you know, the governors of the states that they were having issues. But he was saying that church is essential, and that people should be able to go back to their houses of worship immediately. Well, here's where the problem comes into play, because if you're really in tune with the Lord, you didn't need the president to tell you what you should have already knew. You should already know the church is essential. But the problem that you're seeing, and this is, and, and let me say this again, this is my opinion and my view of it. The problem is, is that you have leaders that are out here arguing with other leaders about whether they should or should not, or they're making demands and saying, well, until they open up the White House and until they do all these different things. Let me explain this to every listener that's out here that's on the fence about this. If you are a pastor, a leader of any kind in, in, regards, in, in regards to any type of religious organization, church, or whatnot. If you take your instructions from the Lord, it should not matter whether or not the White House is open or not. Your job is to listen to what God says to you in concerning your the people that you're, you're over to lead. If the Lord tells you not to open up the doors, then don't open up the doors. But you can't, don't be so, so, so hungry to be, to get a sound bite on social media or don't make it your business to be so spiteful to say, well, I'm not going to do this until they do this. That's not who you seek your instructions from. Your instructions will come from the Lord. If the Lord tells you to open up, baby, open it up. If he tells you not to, then don't. And that's why I'm saying we have to get back to the ways of God because we're too busy fighting with man and they're going to fail you every time. Your job is if we're really after the heart of God, if we're really trying to listen to and, and, and really be pleasing to what God is saying, then we got to make sure that our lives align up with what it is that he wants us to do. And, and listen, uh, uh, what is, what's that old song say? Somebody ought to testify, for God I live and for God I die. But take that song and use wisdom on how you do it. Don't be so rebellious and defiant and put people's lives in danger and then lie and say we're doing it in the name of God. No. Use wisdom. If God tells you to move, move. If he doesn't, then he don't. So, but, so basically, until we get back to the basics of what God called us to do, we will always see mess and craziness. And, and people will speak out of time and folks will forever be lost. You know, Just my thoughts, just my view. I, I think um, not only should they be getting their messaging from God, but, but you know, at the end of the day, when you are uh, accountable for the lives of others and you are a leader, you need to you yeah. need to have a plan, right? So great, yeah. you you open up, but you know, are you prepared? Have you trained folks to properly clean and to keep the 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 sanctuary clean and, mm -hmm. and disinfected? Have you uh, communicated the precautions that the church will now take? to make sure that you keep people safe. How much How much prep work? Because to, to me, I, I, I agree with you 100%. You, you listen to the word of God, but if you are doing so, you also know that faith without works is dead. How have you prepped your, your, your sanctuary, the staff? Come on. The staff that is, that is there the the congregation how have you prepared them and and what how how long is that plan right 
Do you have do Come you on. have a plan to reopen a contingency plan, uh, a plan A through Z to make sure that not only are you listening to the word of God, but you are not not only uh, taking in wisdom, but you're exercising that wisdom within that, those walls. Yeah. That's what, what what scares me is okay. So you had you got the you got the building clean one good time, but now what? Are you thinking about the elders? Are you thinking about the youth? Uh, are you thinking about, you know, the plan to say, okay, you know, have you mapped out your seating, right? How, how, how does that change? How does that change, right? Uh, have you mapped out how you can continue for those who still aren't comfortable coming back to the building to make sure that you serve them in the same manner? What is your plan, right? Because God will lay it on you, mm -hmm. but you got to move your feet. And you got to use wisdom when you move your feet. And that's that's what I don't see enough of and I'm not hearing enough of. And, and hopefully it's just that I don't hear it because they're too busy talking to God about that plan and, and they're not sharing it out loud. Yeah. That's my hope. But I'm, I, I see a lot of pastors online, and I, but I don't see that plan. I'm not seeing that contingency plan. I'm not seeing a plan for a plan, you know, plan B. I'm not seeing a plan for wave two. I'm not seeing a plan to continue yeah. to make sure for those who still shouldn't be in a building with multiple people or who are not comfortable being in a building with multiple people that you have a plan for them as well. That's my thought on that. Yeah. That, that's good. That's good. And it's true. And and, and you're hundred percent correct. Cause I think that it's important. Like you, like we were saying, yeah, you take your instructions for God. But you also have a responsibility to the people. And you're right. We not everybody's talking about what should be done and they're going back and forth and arguing and fighting with folks that chose to not have service doing in the midst of the first wave and those that did. And like you said, you know, because the Bible is also clear. It says write the vision and make it plain. Meaning you gotta write these things out because a lot of these, even though they said you can open back up, but they're gonna be very uh strict about restrictions of how many people you can have in your church. Um, the percent, you know, they're dealing with the occupancy limit as far as how many folks can fit in the building and and they're only dealing with you can only have a certain percentage in. Have you written out the thought process of how long can we operate at this rate? How long can we operate at the next stage? Like you said, and when the next wave comes, because believe it or not, there is another wave coming, you know, so it's it's. It's an it's it's crazy. It's it's disheartening to see such a divide in the body, especially in you know, and with those that claim and and solidly swear to be believers, but you carry yourself on the opposite realm. So it's it's hard, but I think if people would really get back in tune, then they'll know. And you can only do what's right for you. You know what I'm saying? If you're a store for a church, and you know that's more close fit, close knit, if you will then you have to use wisdom about whether or not you should have everybody come back in or if you should stay online, you know, and, and people complained about Facebook live and zoom and all these different things, but these are platforms that a situation like this is for it's, it's it, because the job is to still get the message out. So if you can't congregate in the building, y'all just gonna stop preaching Jesus. That's, that's, that's what we're doing. No. So a charge to keep I have, a God to glorify. So by any means necessary, thank you, Malcolm X, by any means necessary, you are to take the charge to be able to deliver 
the message that God gave you. So if you can't congregate in the building, but you can congregate on Facebook Live and everyone or Zoom or Instagram or whatever, there are platforms that are available. See, that's the problem. Everybody talked about social media, talking about it's ratchet and all that stuff. Well, it's only ratchet because you put ratchet stuff on there. You know what I'm saying? So use the platform for the greater good. Use what you can until you're able to get back to what you, you know, originally liked. But I think this also forced people to try other avenues of, of evangelizing, of ministering to people. That's true. So, you know, natural progression is, is you know, where do we start the process? So in the next segment, uh, we're going to talk about, like, our thoughts on... Um, you know, so where do you start? Where do you start with bringing America back to God again in the next segment? Uh, make sure you log on to uh, unheardmedia.biz, unheardmedia.biz, and catch all of the previous shows to get caught up uh, with us. And of course, we always welcome feedback. You get, uh, drop us feedback on social media. You can use the contact form as well on the hey, website to... Uh, give us some feedback as well we'll be back shortly enjoy the mix we'll be back hey it's Rollin' a here and you are listening to testimony tuesday radio with jp ceo tb2 and dj radar welcome back to testimony tuesday radio <laughs> now ladies and gentlemen that was Radar. We don't know where that. <laughs> I don't. That's that's a Corona voice. Wait a minute. Before, before, but before 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 Ray starts, I think it's important that we acknowledge something else that we got doing this, this COVID nineteen. Ray, we finally got snacks Y'all from JP. Y'all got snacks and then oh, some other man. stuff too. Man, I'm out of thoughts. And a shirt. I'm gonna eat some of these snacks right now. So that that madness in the background is TB2 going into his bag of snacks. I am. That's accurate. That is completely accurate. But back to uh, back to the show. (laughs) See, I was gonna let the snacks slide, you know. But so this segment, we're gonna talk about. We don't know. We don't know the next time we get them. Help them, Jesus. Uh, where do we start the process? So, Radar is going to give his thoughts first on uh, where do we start the process? Where do we start the process of bringing America back to God? Uh, well, I say, in my opinion, you gotta you gotta stay prayed up. Uh, read your Bible. You know, keep all the negative thoughts. Just. Just keep them away. There's so much bad stuff going on in the world right now. And and one thing I was thinking about, um, like this whole COVID-19 thing, it was predicted like a couple of years ago, um, but nobody paid attention to it. I, I don't think they knew exactly what was coming, but they knew something was coming. And I think that was God's way of telling us, uh, it's coming, wake up. Be prepared. If you're not, then we're going to go through what we're pretty much going through right now. Um, it's just it's just a sad situation, and and uh, and we got this, and then we got on top of on top of this, we got the the killing of unarmed black men. I know this is a whole different subject title, but it's something that can't be ignored, especially in this in this time 
it's yeah. something that just keeps happening. And my thing is, um, it happens, and after a week or two, it's going to be brushed under the rug just like everyone else. And and oh. something else is going to happen like this. And it's just a uh, it's just a, a continuous cycle that just just won't end. And like I said, the the start process is just you just got to keep your faith in God, read your Bible, and do what else you can to to survive. That's that. I agree. I agree. TB, what 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 are your thoughts? Where where do we start? We have to start with the, to acknowledge the problem, which is us. It starts with you. The first, the, what do they always say in therapy or AA or anything like that? The, on the road to recovery, the first step is admittance. You can't be healed until you admit you're hurt. You can't get a solution until you acknowledge that there's a problem. When it comes to getting back to God, we have to get to the root of when we when we stop going to him. When do we take him out of the equation? And we can't point the fingers at other people because, again, at the end of the day, he gives us free will. We walked away willingly. Whether we realize it or not, annoyingly or not, you, anytime that you're out of the will of God, somewhere along the way, you walked away from it. He told you to do something. You didn't do it. You willingly walked away from it. Now, we have to admit that there's a problem. We have to admit that we need help, and we need to admit that we have messed up. And we need to be able, we, we can't just go to God when we mess up. We have to go to God when it's j just as good as well as when it's bad. And I think what has happened is, is because people, and we all do it, we all try to figure it out on our own. It's like we try to pick and choose what to give to God and what not to give to him. And then because of that, sometimes God be like this, okay, well, I ain't going to do nothing. You can't just pick and choose what to give to him. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to your own understanding and in all your ways, meaning the good ways, the bad ways, the indifferent ways, and the unknown ways, you know, where you got that middle line where you're not sure. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So we have to admit that we're wrong and that we need to go back to God and we need to evaluate where we lost sight of him. And then on the road to recovery, like, like Radar said, we pray, read our word, align ourselves up with people that will hold us accountable. You know what I'm saying? And, and keep anything that would distract us from being focused away. It starts with us. And then after us, it expands to everything around us. Those that make them, make them like them. And you are the company that you keep. So if you keep prayerful folk around you, then you have no choice but to remain prayerful. But if you keep folks that are hell raisers and dramatic and uh, unstable, the Bible is also very clear when it says, you know, a, a, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. If you're somebody that you're dealing with somebody that's back and forth and up and down in their emotions, they're double-minded, they're unstable. And if you keep those type of people around you, like America, then you'll be back and forth in your emotions and you'll see the continuous outbreaks of violence, you know, especially with, with George Floyd and 
with uh, Brianna and Kentucky as well as with the Aubrey situation, like and so many other unknown situations where the, the same thing has happened. You know, COVID nineteen happened, and all these different killings have always happened. But it's uh, it, it find it interesting that you have a breakout like we have with COVID nineteen, and then you also have a breakout of more continuous uh, police brutality and gun violence and riots and things of that nature. So if we're gonna get back to God, we gotta admit all this is wrong and start that healing process. I think with that being said, it, it's, it's a cover-up with for something big that, that's going to happen. It's not a cover-up, but it's a distraction. So mm-hmm. you got to stay woke. Mm-hmm. You got the COVID and you got the killing. So it, it, it's something that we, the people are being distracted from that we just got to pay attention. Stay alert. Something mm-hmm. bigger is coming. Absolutely. My, my, my thoughts on it is that um, and, and, you know, it, it, there are so many layers to all of this, but I think where the process starts is realizing that it takes all kinds, right? Our, our tagline for this, mm-hmm. this show, our events is praise your way. I think people spend so much time arguing about yeah. what level you're on that they miss that what, what God wants us to do is to collaborate to figure out what's going on, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this is a great way to segue into, you know, the next segment. Of course, we're gonna give you a little bit more of one of Radar's mixes, but the next segment covers how do do we collaborate for the greater good of getting God, America back to God? Uh, Because I think, I think one of the biggest issues, especially during this pandemic, and we're seeing it, as Radar mentioned with, you know, the more visibility with pro- police brutality is that everybody's trying to do it on their own. Yeah. And, and, and that's why we see yeah. the cycle of failure. You can't do it alone. You can't do it alone. So we're going to hop into one of Radar's mixes, and then we're going to come back and talk about how do we collaborate for the greater good on Testimony Tuesday Radio, where we what, y'all? Praise your way. Praise your way. This is TB2 from Testimony Tuesday Radio, where you praise your way, airing every other Tuesday at 8 p.m. here on 92.9 FM. Yeah. Hey, yay, yay. Testimony Tuesday Radio, your boy TB2, JP CEO, Light Bright on the other end there, DJ Radar, where we praise your way. Uh, Follow him on Instagram, DJ Radar 314. And so as we're continuing in this conversation of how to bring America back to God. JP, where do we go from here in this point, especially with everything that's going on lately with the, the, the continuation of police brutality and killings and with the rioting and peaceful protests and the confusion and folks lying and all these different things? Where do we go? How do we, how do we fix our, this? Biggest, our biggest challenge right now in bringing America back to God is through collaboration. So I want to start with saying, you know, for Mm -hmm. us, uh, you know, we address God in our prayers. But I want to say just because you choose to uh, address um, Buddha or meditation is your thing, burning sage is your thing. I want people to think about this. Think about us collectively, right? So I kneel when I pray. Some people don't, right? If burning sage is your thing, uh, 
meditating is your thing. Um, you know, you rubbing the head of Buddha is your thing. But think about if we all locked in together and collaborated to our whatever your most high is, that's a collective effort. That is a collaborative yeah. effort for the greater good. But instead of that, you got one person looking down like, why she on her knees praying to this, this, that, and the other? And, uh, that's burning. That's witchcraft. That's this. What, what would be pleasing to God is if we addressed ourselves, right? Starting your house, clean your house on the inside before you come outside, starting your house, right? Get, get, get centered, whatever yeah. that means to you, right? Whatever that means to you, if it is of the greater good, whatever that means to you, then step outside and lock arms with the next person. And when you do that, you will know that who you're locking arms with, even though they may not look like you, even though they may not use your verbiage, even though you all may not live nowhere near each other, but your collective goal is the greater good. I mentioned earlier, I think my opinion was this pandemic was a time for us to kneel and heal. If you think about all the buildup, the pandemic yes. is just the, the tip of the iceberg. There has been so much going on with this country, greed, poverty, uh, 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 racism, yeah. you know, uh, capitalism, you name it, it's swirling all around. It's swirling all around. So I'm going to yeah. say God, but whoever you're most high said, okay, enough is enough. You know how I know how to get your attention? I can sit you down. When you sit down, when you, when I, I'm going to sit you down, Period. I'm going to sit you down. And, and you see it, you see it on social media, you see it on the news outlets. Everyone's pointing fingers instead of praying, meditating, whatever, whatever it is, everyone's pointing fingers. You did this, you did this. Why are we reading the same book over and over again? We know, we know what 400 years plus has been to black people. We know what, you know, we know what happened to yeah. Jewish people. We know what happened to Hispanic people. We know this. What are we doing about it? To me, this pandemic was the time to kneel and heal and then get up and put in that footwork. But we're fighting amongst each other because I, I need to yeah. prove to you that what I say is better than what you say. Instead of just saying, hmm, well, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give this analogy, right? You see it all the time. People who say, you know, who puts sugar in their spaghetti? If that's your taste, as long as you are eating, I'm mm -hmm. okay with that. I choose not to put sugar in my spaghetti, but that doesn't make you better or it doesn't make me better. I'm going to slide you the sugar and I'm going to keep moving with my own spaghetti. But that doesn't right. mean that we don't have to fight about it. And like you that's be just your preference. You know, some people like black coffee. People like flavored yeah. creamer. You're both coffee drinkers. You know what? God blessed us with the option to where if you want your coffee black, you can you can black it out. But if you need you some pecan creamer, have at it. I, I just don't get why everything has to be a tug of war. It doesn't. It takes all kinds. If it didn't take all kinds, why are we no. here? So that's no. that's that's my take on, you know, how how do we get better? How do we bring America back to God is we have to agree 
to disagree, right? But that that and and that has to be yeah. from mm-hmm. um, the heart. It has to be sincere. It has to be uh, mature, and it has to be a conversation that simply says, "Okay, your your way of centering yourself is burning sage and meditating. While you do that, I'm going to be in my prayer closet." we will reconvene in 30 minutes mm-hmm. now when you when we come back to the middle we're both better yeah. from our aspects we're both better now let's go outside and tackle this lion that's just my take what y'all think yeah well that whole 30 minutes they're probably gonna be in there mm-hmm. arguing trying to figure out which way is better which is, which is not, arguing about you're arguing over preference. Right. You're arguing over preference. But, but the thing is, why does it matter? Stuff. It's your opinion. That's why it's yes. called your opinion. It's, yes, yes, yes. It's what it's right. what you want to do. Yes. Uh, I agree. I think right. I, I I think we just need to we yeah, need to just I, say okay. I, learn to agree and disagree without it being war. Yeah. It, it, it's simply not that. It's not that serious. And look where it's got us. And and another thing, and the other thing is the reason why they're they're pointing the fingers and trying to get the blame off them is because they don't want the attention. They don't want to be like, well, if this went wrong, you can't blame me because right, I didn't have anything right. to do with it. I said it's that person's fault. So, I mean, it's just like I mean, but it's like they they everybody's and it's on all sides. Everybody is trying to, like JP said, and even you, Radar, everybody wants to be right. But here's the truth of the matter. You are wrong. Everybody's wrong. You're all wrong. What happened was wrong. Your response is wrong. And when it and and and, and when it boils down to it, nothing's getting accomplished. It's like we can argue to the fact it, when you, you know, unfortunate thing that especially that happened with George Floyd, you can argue to the fact, listen, it was murder, that's the end of it. Period, point blank, not to, n- nothing to take from it. But the reason that it took cost so many days to get a an announcement of a charge is because they were too busy trying to figure out what they could get on George yeah. Floyd. See, that's not and, and and this is my and that's where the issue comes in. Listen, right is right and wrong is wrong, and you can't be so defiant. Here we go again. You can't be so rebellious and defiant to trying to prove your point right that you don't see that you're wrong. And what you're seeing on both sides of the film, there you got white folks over here saying this, you got black folks over here saying this, Hispanics over there, Asians over here. Everybody's pointing the finger, but ain't nobody going to look in that mirror. Because see, that mirror shows the ugly. And it doesn't have to, and and the mirror don't have to point the finger at nobody else. It's going to show you. So when you're dealing with a lot of people that make it their business to continue to point the fingers and play the blame game, they ain't been in no mirror. And everybody's arguing over preference. Like JP said, y'all arguing over uh, sugar and spaghetti or not. Y'all arguing over grits, sugar or salt. Uh, listen, you like what you like, be great at it. But this is nothing to, to go to war about. There are bigger things that are going on. Y'all go to war over what what seasons to put in food, but won't go on war to go vote. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You argue about salt or sugar in grits. And neither one of y'all take y'all tails to the voting tip ballots and vote. And then for all of y'all that's out there, y'all waiting to always vote at the big November election, I want to let you all know that does not matter. 
What you need to be voting in is that local election. Because if you vote, you vote in your community because those are the seats that need to change. See, we arguing over food and colors and Gucci and Fendi and all this other stuff. None of this stuff you can take with you when you die. What's the legacy that you're leaving behind? What lessons are you teaching those that are coming up under you? That's what matters. Me arguing about whether salt go in grits or sugar go in grits or sugar and spaghetti or not and is literally not earth shattering. It's not changing anything. But are you changing the lives in your community? Are you changing the, are you, are, where your opinion and your votes and your thought process counts is what are you doing that is going to showcase a legacy for those that are coming after you? I don't care about the food. I don't care about none of that. And, I, and the thing about it, it's unfortunate that George Floyd and Brianna and, and Aubrey and all these different people, those that are named and those that are unnamed, had to die, and it has built up over all these different years. Every race has played some form of racism or slave in some form, shape, or fashion. But the problem is, like JP said to her to her point, is that y'all are reading from the same book and still arguing over the same thing. That's true. Where's That's the change? That's true. You know what I'm saying? Where's the change? And the only way we're going to change in order for us to get back to God, your high power, whatever, y'all arguing over burning sage and saying that burning sage is witchcraft. Well, okay, if you say burning sage is witchcraft, just remember, it's the intent of a thing that can make it whether it's good or bad. Because it's folks that pray on their knees that pray ugly, evil prayers. That's witchcraft as well. It's not that you can't say, listen, if burning sage calms you down, and the intent of why you did it is because you needed to calm down and you didn't invite, you weren't inviting no kind of crazy spirits. It just was a healing salve that really gave you peace. Be great. I'm not arguing with you about that. You know what I'm saying? Let's argue about who we vote, you know, about these issues that we need to vote on. Or let's argue about how we can get these changes done in the justice system. Or let's argue or, and, and, and go, go to quote unquote war about why you know, police brutality is still happening and nobody's doing anything. They're bigger issues. That so, ain't one of them. You know, collaboration, you know, uh, with good intent, you use the, a, a great yes. word, intent. Collaboration with good intent, you know, so yeah. uh, we, could, we could probably talk six, seven hours about this, but for the sake of time and the sake of, you know, we welcome your feedback. You know, we want to, we, we, we just want to, Provoke conversation, positive conversation, productive conversation. Uh, before we get out of here, we want to definitely shout out our partners, the Army of Entrepreneurs International, STL TV, BWN, yeah. Kidpreneurs, St. Louis Charters, TC Executive Productions, and Extravagant Events, the International Podcast Alliance, and our newest partnership with Praise 88.1. Yeah. We want to thank you. We want to thank our partners. We want to thank hey. every single listener uh, who who checks us out, who uh, laughs about the snacks, who sends yeah. emails, who uh, follows us on social media. Please make sure you do. It is Testimony Tuesday Radio on all platforms. Uh, thank you again for those who go to the website yes, to uh, check out the previous episodes. We thank you. We love you. We hope everyone is staying safe. We hope everyone is staying centered 
in whatever way that is for you, prayer, meditation, exercise, anything that is positive and productive, we, we hope that it is helping you get through this pandemic and the images that we see with police brutality on a regular basis. If you are a person of color, you know, cover yourselves, cover your families, protect yourselves, protect your families. If you are a person who is not of color, um, speak up, speak out. Um, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, uh, we need each other. That the voices, the voices, the voices make the louder, a louder roar. Roar if we're all saying the same things. Um, you know, saying Black Lives Matter doesn't mean that no one else is matter. It just means that right now we need the attention of the police and anyone who is causing harm to unarmed Black people to wake up and realize that we're tired of it. We're just tired. We're just tired and folk, when folks get tired, they get angry. At some point, the, the, the niceness goes away. And that's what we're seeing. That's what we're hearing. It is yeah. not just about what happened to um, Mr. Floyd. This is about 400 plus years of oppression. It's about all of the lies. Yes. It is about all of the yes. agitation and instigation that happens. Uh, within the black community, it is about uh, justice and the, uh, or I should say, the lack of justice. Um, there are too many stories full of inconsistencies that show that people of color are targets. We're targets. So thank you for those who 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 understand that and who are sincere. If you struggle with um, the, the the hearing the black voice. Uh, I, I I beg of you to search within your own self because that if you can watch someone be be treated the way that Mr. Floyd was treated and it doesn't do something to you, uh, I, I ask you to check your heart. I ask you to check your heart. Yeah. Closing thoughts, fellas. Anything else? Greg, you got something? Nah. She hit it right on the head. I think she pretty much covered it. If I was to say one thing, it would be simply this. Before you say all lives matter, remember you need each race's lives to matter in order for all to matter. So all lives matter, but they won't matter until you realize and black lives note, matter. This is Testimony Tuesday Radio where we what, fellas? Praise your way praise yes, sir. Yes, sir. we'll be back with another episode again be safe wash your hands don't go in micro center uh acting crazy <laughs> Do not. don't go in micro center back acting crazy with tb2 put your mask on be mindful of your breathing exercise please do all of that do, brush your teeth proper hygiene brush your teeth proper wow. hygiene because the mask is gonna throw it right back at you <laughs> if you're not careful <laughs> keep some mints somebody get don't some tic tacs on that note y'all we're Ginger signing bite. out peace <laughs> it's gonna get better i'm forgetting how i used to be